Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Quantum Nurse, and I am Grace Asagra, your holistic registered nurse. Thank you for joining us today. And my most special guest today is no other than Steve Fierro. And I will be um, making sure that whatever information Steve has, whether it be his link for what he's doing or any references that he would want to share to you, I'll make sure that I'll put that link in together with this description. And just let me just remind again our audience, our listeners, that we really created this platform because we wanted to make sure that you're not just getting information, but you can really get inspiration from people who have been practicing what they're talking about, okay? And people who think outside the box, think who feel that holistic things and holistic insights will be our best guide in order for us to be healthy, especially nowadays. So all this, make sure you enjoy this conversation and also let us know which of which part of this conversation resonated to you and which actions would you take or will be doing so that we could get inspired as well. Because as we inspire you, we want to be inspired by your feedback. So thank you so much and thank you, Steve. And I'll just read a little bit about Steve. And as we go along, Steve will talk to us and share with us more. Thank you, Steve, welcome. So Steve Welcome. Fierro. Good to be here. Steve Fierro is, was born in 1964 and raised in Manhasset, Long Island, New York, USA. He is the youngest of five kids, four boys and one girl in an Italian family. His parents agreed a lot about money and was always and his and money was always tight. Yet his mother made it a point for them to have some money in the pocket. And then that never also came out of hand. So both parents worked so being the youngest afforded him to have more freedom than most as parents were tired by the time you came around and you were always trying to make, they were always trying to make ends meet. So you played lacrosse and went to university and graduated in 1986. You know, that's just one year after I came to US. Wow. <laughs> and in, nice. in New York, in New York too. Wow, wow. <laughs> so who knows, we might have crossed our, our path on the subway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you worked in banking for four years before going to Wall Street where you became a derivative broker not a trader. After a lot of cajoling from your company to go to Singapore, you agreed to go for one year in November 1994 to help set up a branch office and you have been outside the USA ever since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went for one year. <laughs> one year commitment, it became 20 something year. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's how life works. Yep, yep. Yep. You have, and you have lived and worked also in Tokyo and London, as well as your living abroad gave you the opportunity to travel and discover the world and see things from a different perspective, being away from home. 
It was a time of adventure and discovery. And a Tony Robbins seminar and a colonic cleanse in Thailand was established and run by a man and who beat cancer stage four and cleansing in early 2000. And that started your health awareness and healing journey. Yep. <laughs> my, my, my question with that is that what was going on in your head when you decided to, you, you went into a colonic retreat, correct? Yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, well, I, so that was like, um, I had heard about it and I was always curious about fasting. And I, so I just, and I was into health and that was after Tony Robbins and I was reading books. I read a book fit for life. And that was all about like food combining and dairy and what's good for you and really common sense stuff, but very, very powerful information. I read a bunch of books. I got into Robert Young, Dr. Robert Young and the uh, pH miracle because he influenced Tony Robbins. And that's the whole pH thing is really the core of all my um, healing. Um, so, but the colonic thing was, I, I'm in Asia. It seems like everyone's doing it. I think I knew someone who had gone to the same place and I just said, I'm going. And I mean, you know, I've always been into health and stuff. So I went and it was amazing. It was just, an, first of all, it was in the hills of Thailand and it's still there. It's fantastic. And the whole thing is geared towards yoga, cleansing, massage. Um, so it's in the hills of Thailand in Koh Samui and you have a, you have a hut and you have a little pool and there's a schedule and you take what are called detox drinks every three hours with psyllium husk and bentonite clay. And you drink a lot of water. You always have two glasses of water with everything. And then in between that, you take um, what I guess are minerals and what they call them um, like scouring these things that you put in and they expand. So they kind of push everything out. So you're not eating any food. Uh, you're not eating anything solid. And you are on the schedule and you're doing colonics in your cabin, your little cabin in the hills of Thailand. And you're walking up and down hills. You, you got to run. You got to have to go to the, this one central place to get your detox drink. But your colonics are done. And you can go online. It's called a Colima, C-O-L-E-M-A, Colima board. You can buy this if you're really, you can do colonics at home. And the, the Kalima board, you put on the toilet and you put on a bench and you lie on it and you put your colonic stuff on a thing and it's all through gravity and you cleanse. You do one bucket of whatever you're using. It could be, I used lemon water because I like lemon water versus caffeine. caffeine. The coffee made me a little like uh, hyper. So I switched to, I, I used lemon water the whole week. You do two colonics a day. You take about eight detox drinks a day or maybe seven. And you never, the first few days, maybe you're mentally challenged with, oh, you know, I'm not eating or you're, you know, but you're in, you're in an environment that's totally geared towards cleansing. So the whole experience is, is incredible. And you feel amazing. You, you're never hungry. Um, you're drinking so much water. You're moving around. You're not eating. You don't have to eat. So you don't have to worry. You know, like, there's nothing really to think about. 
you can have massages. And by the end of the week, you don't even want to eat food. And so, you know, my experience was I just felt amazing. I had more energy. Um, and then I got in, I, I took this cleanse and I made it so that I could do it at home while I'm working without the colonics. So um, I've never done a Kalima board at home, but you definitely can. So I recommend this cleanse to anyone. Uh, if you want to go to Thailand, I, Koh Samui is basically the colonic cleansing capital, I think, of the world almost. So it was quite amazing. But the guy there, so the key there was the guy who started that had stage four colon cancer. And he had been through chemo and radiation. And he was written off. The doctors say you have, I guess, I think it was, I think, six months they gave him to live because he was really bad. And he stumbled on uh, Dr. Bernard Jensen. And Dr. Bernard Jensen wrote a book called um, The Guide to Better Bowel Care. And he, that was all about cleansing. And, you know, the book is, it shows you stuff that comes out when you're cleansing and you're not eating. So, and uh, by the way, at the cleanse, everyone's talking about one thing, like what's coming out. You know, some people have toy soldiers that they swallowed when they were five come out. You know, it's like crazy stuff. So he ended up beating, you know, he didn't die because he used Dr. Bernard Jensen's cleansing. And he's, I guess, you know, he's just that kind of guy. He started this cleansing thing in Thailand. So it was his, it was his company that I went to. And then he was there at the time. And, you know, he's just very straightforward. Like, you know, you just have to take control of your life. And it's about cleansing. It's about nutrition. It's about alkalinity. It's about immunity. And it's really it's not that difficult if you understand what got you into the difficulty and into the disease um, and why you have disease and what brought it on, which the, you know, the, the medical uh, industry will never tell you. Um, so they just treat symptoms, right? It's a sick care business. So it was inspiring to see him there and he told his story and he was living proof. And, um, and then, so then you meet people from all over the world and you feel amazing and you just, you never feel better. It's just incredible. Thank you. That's really amazing. And first I ask what was going on in your mind or what was, what, uh, what triggered you to be part of that? Because I know that many times people wait for them to be sick in order to do something different, but obviously yeah. you were already doing a lot of healthy things here before you went to Singapore. Yeah, it was curiosity. Okay, yeah. I mean, it was curiosity. also... ...whole thing for me. Not so much a health thing. I wasn't sick. Um, so basically... Uh, that, you know, I did that after Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins has a health seminar at the end of this uh, UPW thing. The last day is devoted to health. And again, his whole health thing is based on Dr. Robert Young, who is the, his website is uh, phmiracle.com. And that, that gets into blood alkalinity and your blood, our blood needs to maintain a, an alkalinity of, you know, roughly 7.36 at all times and your immunity is at 100% and disease cannot live in alkalinity. It needs anaerobic, low oxygen, toxic acidity. And it just made so much sense. It was based on the terrain theory, the, the pheomorphism theory. So I got into that and you know, I started taking wheatgrass powder 
uh, I think in 2000 and I, I, 2003 or 2004 every day um, as a balance because I was leading a very active life of um, you know basically big dinners and um, and wine I was I was in an entertainment type of field so I used the wheatgrass powder in the morning that was my one thing I'd never miss I still don't miss and I believe that balance and the blood cleansing that it does over time and I do other things like turmeric and and, and burdock root and stuff like that. So I, I'm convinced, you know, for me, I think, I think I, you know, most people say that I don't look my age. I'm convinced the wheatgrass powder has, you know, not only helped me slow my aging, but it's also kept me away from disease. So, you know. I, I, I agree with you. Um, Cause in 1985, when I came to United States and for some reason, it's like um, I was being invited to, to, uh, to be part of a group and you know during that time there was already a movement for health consciousness but not as of course not as more or less mainstream now so all the books that you referred to and the doctors i remember reading them and oh, wow uh-huh and my first um but but my first memory of colonic cleansing is I remember my father, when I was still in the Philippines, he would do an, an enema, okay? So a regular, okay. not just like the one that, that you buy from the pharmacy. So like the, a bag, etc. So that was one, but he never really um, taught us or explained, this, explained it to us. Then mm -hmm. when I came here now, you know, in 1985, so I was with a group of people and a few of them were health pro, uh, practitioners, doctors and uh, one nurse. But anyway, we were they were now talking about fasting and fasting. It was like a, a part of the fasting routine is to do some enema. And then part of that, again, is to do to go to a professional to do a, a colonic irrigation. So that mm. those are the times when I was also introduced and the concept makes sense to me, but I was also curious and I want to experience it for myself. So at mm. one point we had, at one point we had a board at the house. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, we did okay. our own and oh, it was wow. gallons. <laughs> And, but for my for the regular thing, I started with garlic powder for my okay. right. It, it and but then I tried to do it according to season in terms of what I will place on my enema. Okay. Although lately I'm I'm doing a lot more for the for the with the coffee enema and also some herbs with it. Okay, just because we you know taking care of my liver and my gallbladder. And, okay. and so far, it, it doesn't make me hyper, but it's okay. powerful. So I, That's great. I, I like that. And yeah, it also, so I usually, some people will have a sad story to begin in their conversation. I don't have so much of that. I, I did get sick, of course, growing up, but not, yeah. but not, thank God, not to the point that I will have like some type of cancer or some type of autoimmune because now once I learn just like you once you learn something that's beneficial for you it you it's it's hard to let it go it's hard to forget about it yeah yeah you start to see the world I mean you 
different. Uh, you become conscious of who you are, what you are, and the relationships that, uh, you know, there are consequences to, to leading a certain lifestyle. You know, there's, there's a price to pay if you don't understand. And, and it, the sad thing is, and people are unaware that over time they could be, they're basically killing themselves because, I mean, in a very simple way, people are eating high calorie meals with zero nutrition and, um, you know, they're clogging their bodies and they're, they're basically having to process and assimilate these huge meals that really have no nutrition and there's a lot of toxins in them. And that stuff gets stuck inside you and it, it acidifies and toxifies you. And over time, your immune system becomes almost zero and disease. That's when disease spawns. You know, the, the, the sad thing is with what's going on now is I, I'm a firm believer that viruses don't cause disease. So I'm a firm believer that germs don't cause disease, that it's the toxicity and the acidity of the terrain and the interstitial um, interstitium and your blood and body, which is your interstitium. That is what it's sort of like you give the right you know, condition of acidity, low oxygen and toxicity and disease will spawn uh, from the toxicity that's in you because you have no immune system. And then if you, if, you know, but if you lead a balanced life, you, you have more immunity and you have a much uh, better chance. You have more energy of um, not becoming sick. But the problem with a lot of people is they're just a little bit unconscious. They're eating things unconsciously. They're, they're, they don't, they don't have any idea of what they're putting in their mouth or what they're, what, what's, what this does to their body. And then over time, when it gets too late, you know, they trust themselves to the doctor and stuff. And then the problem is at that point, what they really need to do is really learn what's going on in order to take control and reverse it. Yeah. And, and that's when we can keep um, learning by like listening to podcasts that make sense, that makes a difference by resonating to you to just all different right now. There's tons of webinars being offered and it's just good to seize that moment. I can, I can still remember the time when um, there's the internet is not as huge as this and you really have to seek the teachers Yeah. You know, before, right? Then you, you had to I, read. I mean, it was read. I read books. I read so many books and there was no internet um, for a while. Well, I guess in the 2000s, there was an internet, but not, not, not what it's like now. But yeah, it was all about reading books and connecting dots. So that's what I did. I mean, I, I kind of, in, I'm into this stuff, you know, I'm like, oh, really? Like the blood needs to be 7.36 pH, you know, and, you know, and, 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 and disease dies immediately in an alkaline solution and your blood is your immunity and your immunity is in your gut. And, you know, like I learned on that cleanse, I, I, Dr. Bernard Jensen, he, his whole thing was death begins in your colon. Death begins in your gut right? Because most people are walking around with, I don't know, 10, 15 pounds of, um, of unprocessed, you know, fecal matter in their intestines that they haven't um, eliminated, uh, because they're, they're eating such crazy combinations of food, the body can't process these things, and they get stuck inside them. And this breeds disease. Um, so part of the cleansing was to get rid of that and push it out. And that concept of um, combi food combining never grows old. And when, no. when people, again, it's, it's just important to, for people to start 
noticing what happens when we eat certain combination. Okay, forget about the, the information is there in the books, but now pay each one has to pay attention when they eat and then see what happens, see how they feel. Yeah. See how much. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you're it's like a conveyor belt. You're putting food in your mouth, right? And your body, your body has to assimilate everything. And assimilate means take this, what you just put in, and break it down and take the nutrients out and send the vitamin C to whatever organ needs vitamin C and send the vitamin B. If you got, you know, hopefully you have vitamin C and vitamin B in your in that meal that hasn't been cooked, overcooked, and you know. So, but then you know you're. Typically, a meal should be a small meal that doesn't have a lot of variety and you're eating very slowly and it's from the earth. But, you know, we're we're overcooking things, oils, grease and, you know, steak, potatoes, um, you know, cake, wine, coffee, sugar, butter. And you put it all in and the conveyor belt's going and your body's like, I can't handle this. And it just gets stuck in your body. And then now it's not only is it breeding disease, but it you're not even getting the nutrition and your immunity now is compromised because what, what it takes to assimilate and digest a meal is your blood, right? All your forces go, when you eat, people don't realize that basically your immune system takes a break to digest the food. And it's like it, the, the, the resources needed to digest even a simple meal are incredible. And people are eating three times a day for their entire lives without stopping. I mean, it's unbelievably taxing and, and we can't process these, these meals that people are eating. And these things become a good source of disease and stuff over time. And I mean, 80% of what's in a supermarket isn't, can't even be labeled food. It's not food. It doesn't, it's processed. It has no, it's all chemicals and has no nutrition. So there's a saying, eat for, eat for nutrition, not recreation. So my thing that I learned back then was, when I would look, I used to look at the plate and I'd be like, okay, well, how much nutrition is in this? It's been cooked to hell. It's cheese. It's this, it's that. And am I, am I better off not eating it or putting it in and having to process it? And once I saw that, I'd be like, you know what? I'm not even eating this. It's not worth it. There's no, it's all calories, no nutrition. It's going to get stuck inside of me. I can't process it. I'm good. It's going to make me tired. I won't eat it. So that sort of distinction of what is this, is this plate of food? going to serve me? And am I better off not eating it? Or is it going to give me the nutrients I need? And like that alone sort of started me on this thing where I'd be at dinner and I never have dessert after a meal, right? I stopped eating dessert, never have, you know, eating fruit after a big meal is very, very bad. So, I mean, we're kind of talking about food combining, but that, you know, my big thing was I got into reversing disease because of, I learned what I learned, I learned what disease was and that we've basically been bamboozled um, and people surrender to doctors and, and they take chemo. And this is what everyone thinks is the, the, you know, the way to go because they figure everyone has their best interests at hand. So I got into that. You know, I, I learned about Dr. Royal Rife and Dr. Otto Warburg and Dr. Stanislaw Brzezinski and Dr. Renee Case and um, uh, and so many others that were reversing disease and they were all sort of doing it the same way through mother earth. And then I wanted to know, well, what was the process and what was happening, which is all related to, you know, cleansing and, and getting the toxicity out and restoring immunity so that 
your blood now has a higher pH and you have full immunity and disease can't even live in your body. So, but that can't happen overnight. You know, that's the thing when people, someone at 60 who gets a disease and they don't even have these distinctions, they're going to a place that isn't going to, it's going to make it worse. It's not going to make it better. And that's the sad tragedy, like a doctor or a hospital is what I'm saying. And the powerful thing with what you've just been sharing is that you don't even have to uh, be a medical doctor or, or some type of doctor to understand these things because health basically is simple. Sure, there are many things that you, we need to learn, but the underlying principles are simple. Then when, you, then when you keep practicing it, then it's really that what propels you more to the right information and to the right journey, because now yeah. you can, you can you experience it for yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you have to take control of your life, but most people don't do that. You, they surrender to the doctor. Oh, you know, can I, doctor, can I eat this? Doctor, can I do this? It's like, as soon as you're on that path, you know, you are, you are, you're, you're hindering your chances for recovery. And I always say, if you want to beat cancer, you know, you have to take control of your life and you have to stop eating and you can't be anywhere near a doctor if you want to live. And it's ironic, but people don't get that. I kind of, I know they're not going to understand that, but I always try and educate people. Um, and the, you know, so if I was going to simplify for people listening that uh, they're going to say, okay, well, what do you do? I mean, there's a few distinctions about disease that people don't understand that disease. Again, we, we said it earlier, but it, it comes from toxicity and acidity. And what does that mean? Well, that means in the air, there are toxins we're breathing in. There's poisons uh, from, from fallout from, you know, smokestacks. It gets in the water. GMOs are in the um, fertilizer. Uh, you know, GMO seeds have um, gly glyphosate in it. Then everything, everything we eat um, gets in our system and, and builds up. And the blood, your blood is sort of a mirror image of, of the condition of the state of your life. It's sort of, it's, is your blood, is your blood, flowing and sort of happy and, and slightly alkaline and clean and it has full immunity or is your blood coagulated and thick and gooey because you're eating you're eating like really bad diet of 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 very very toxic stuff and you're you're you know you're eating you're drinking things that are very acidic like wine and beer and and stuff and uh, you know so basically if you want to reverse disease you once if you can have these simple distinctions that disease cannot live in an alkaline blood and body environment the idea is to reverse the toxicity and the acidity that is built up in you over years just by breathing and eating and brushing your teeth with fluoride so in 40 years there's a slow toxicity and now it's pretty bad but you can still if you do a 180 you can still reverse it so when how do you reverse it you stop eating and you give it's like you allow your body to have all the resources to clean all this stuff out of you it's called detox Right. So, but if you keep eating and don't change your diet and don't change anything, the toxicity can't be cleansed. Right. So as soon as you reduce, as soon as you change this lifestyle, you're, what you're really doing, the whole core of this is, is really what I'm getting at. The only thing you need to beat cancer and disease is your immune system. That's really it. And, but how do you get your immune system? I like to simplify it and say that you have full immunity when your blood pH is slightly 
is about 7.4. So on a pH scale, seven is the middle. A pH scale is zero to 14. Seven pH is neutral. 7.4 is where our blood has to be always. Our, our body fights to keep 7.4. Disease can't live in an alkaline. It's slightly alkaline. So you cleanse and you restore immunity by reversing the toxicity and the, and the, and the acidity and the low oxygen environment of the body. And it can happen very rapidly if you stop eating and you start taking in massive nutrition and greens and alkalizing foods, not fruits, because those are sugar. So cancer feeds on sugar, right? So that's another thing. A Dr. Otto Warburg discovered in 1931. He got the Nobel Prize for Medicine. He reversed cancer with uh, hydrogen peroxide. Um, that's a whole nother process that works a bit like hydroxychloroquine because it has a very high pH. Um, so it's literally killing the cancer cells with its high pH. And that's why vitamin C is so powerful because it's an antioxidant. So cancer cells are basically oxidants. It's basically, it's basically oxidation. So I'm kind of jumping around here, but so really to reverse disease, you need your immune system to get your immune system. You have to cleanse and restore and get rid of the toxicity and the acidity. So your blood becomes cleaner and, and you don't, you're, not over, you're not overburdened with eating foods and trying to process them. Now you're purging all these toxins. Now your immunity comes back. Not only does your immune system kill cancer because the kill, cancer cells are living things, but cancer cells will die in an alkaline blood environment immediately, right? So I always say, if you, if you tie a string around the tip of your finger, right, really tight, eventually it will cut off the, the circulation of your blood and it will turn black, right? So we know blood gets to every part of our body, right? There's a, blood, there's a blood supply to every nook and cranny of our body. If that blood supply is alkaline with immunity, the cancer will start to die immediately. It's that simple. But if you take chemo, chemo is the um, derivative of World War I it's a carcinogen. It causes cancer. Chemo causes cancer. Chemo is like an acid. It's like sugar. Cancer feeds on sugar. Sugar's an acid. Alcohol's an acid. Meat's an acid. Um, cooked foods are acid. So chemo is now injected into your blood. A total, it's basically, you can't even touch the urine of someone that's been on chemo because it'll burn you. Now you have no immunity. Whatever you had left is destroyed. And that's all by design. They don't want you to basically survive, but that's another story. So your chemo is acidifying your blood. It's destroying whatever immunity you have left. And your chances of living have just gone down by, I'd say, over 90% overnight once you start chemo. But and your belief in it, because people are indoctrinated to believe, can, can be a, such a powerful source that people get through it. But I think statistically, chemo has a failure rate of 97%. And that's natural because it actually causes cancer and it's a total, it's a total basically toxin. So. And there's just massive information or let's say wrong information, disinformation of a lot of things about, you know, cancer and on any types of even related to autoimmune diseases um, yes. and talking about um, cancer. Because I just had a conversation yesterday of um, a, a daughter of someone who has dementia. So okay. imagine she is the one looking after her mother. Then her mother is fine right now, mm -hmm. meaning other than his, her cognition. 
Mm-hmm. But then now, she, when I ask her how she's doing, she's the one who said, "Oh, no, mo, no, no, bueno," because they, you know, they're Spanish speaking. So sometimes okay. I ask them in Spanish. So then, so I said, she, she told me that she was just diagnosed with breast cancer. So oh, I wow. said, "Oh, so other than uh, saying sorry, but I just kind of led her first. I told her, don't be scared." I said, don't be scared because once you're scared, you can't think well, you'll follow everything that the doctor tells you, okay? Yes, I said, you have time. You have time to change things. You have time to study. You have time to talk to people other than your doctor. Trust me, I said, you have time. So because that's one one of the things that I noticed as a, as a holistic nurse that People decide right away and with, once they feel they're afraid and they listen to everything. So once they're afraid and that's about it. So I mm. said, don't, don't, don't. Uh, then I reach out to the daughter, to her daughter, who is the, the granddaughter now of the person. So I explained again that if they need a conversation, they need other guidance other than the doctor says, you know, talk to me. I said, yeah. we all have time. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, the, the problem with the system, the medical industry is set up to suck you in. And as, as soon as you get diagnosed with cancer, the doctor wants to start you on chemo right away. And that's as soon as you, and the system is designed to disorient you and have you going from doctor to doctor. It's literally there to just destroy every aspect of your life. Not only your finances, your family, your friends, your dignity, um, your, your health, your immunity. It is such a barbaric and, and, and crazy system. It's, it's like that for a reason because the people behind it are actually, uh, you know, I won't get into that, but so if you, for that's, what's hard is people are pushed by doctors to rush into chemo. And once you start chemo, the holistic approach is difficult. It's not impossible but it really counteracts the chemo and you're fighting against the chemo and the chemo is the worst thing to ever have. It's, I would, you know, I wouldn't take chemo if, if I had cancer, if there was a gun to my head, it's um, but um, so with my mother, she had an autoimmune disease and I was in Singapore and she was in New York and she was 83 at the time. And she had what's called a uh, giant cell arteritis, which is really incredible inflammation, really gooey blood, no immunity, uh, acidity, toxicity, you know, she, she's 83. My mom's never stopped eating. You know, she's, she hasn't had proper food combining. God knows what her system's like. So, but, uh, you know, I'll tell you the story. So I was in Singapore and I told my family, do not let her get sucked in. I'll come home. But they sent her to the, all the different doctors. They had her, she, they have you go for a biopsy of a vein on the side of your head. My mother's 83 and they're cutting a a piece of her vein on the side of her head to determine if she has giant cell arteritis. I mean, people, seriously, she's being rushed from doctor to doctor at 83 and they're telling her she could go blind and she's gonna be on prednisone the rest of her life and, you know, insane things. So I flew in, long story short, I, I, um, I took hold of her kitchen i threw out all the food all the all the artificial sweeteners anything artificial anything uh all sugars um i had i got a juicer i cooked for my mom um all healthy greens asparagus broccoli uh, mushrooms uh, teas cleansing and um 
my mother wanted to listen to the doctor, not me, right? So you can imagine she's Italian and she's like, who are you, you know? So I grabbed the doctor, brought him into the hallway and I said, look, here's the deal. You're an endocrinologist, I respect what you do. I'm gonna be doing something with my mom and we're gonna be, I'm gonna bring her in for a blood test every two weeks, okay? Which is not normal. You, you, I think you would normally do a blood test, you know, never maybe after you get the first diagnosis. So, or was either, I think I tried to do it every three weeks. So I said, if my mother's blood work's coming down, cause her blood tests were really bad. They were like off the charts. Her blood was so thick and gooey and she had no immunity. There's a PSR test and there's, a, there's like two main tests. And they're basically telling you, you are in out of balance, you know, and you have inflammation because disease is really inflammation. So I put her on this cleanse. Uh, she's getting wheatgrass drinks every day, like I do, um, you know, and she doesn't drink enough water. That's a big problem with dementia as well. I could help people with dementia as well, but it's hard. But so at, at any rate, my mother's blood work started to come down immediately, like almost instantaneously. And the doctor couldn't believe it. He was like looking at it and he's like, mm. you know, literally from like 80, a PSR of 80 to like, you know, uh, to like 40 in like two weeks. So long story short, I got her off all the drugs because I, I had a deal. I said, you're going to take my mother off. If her blood work gets to normal, we take her off the drugs. So we got it back to normal in like two months and she was off all the drugs. Drugs that she was supposed to be on the rest of her life, which would have led to more drugs, right? That are very acidic, that destroy your immune system, that make your blood acidic and toxic and they allow disease to occur. Um, so all the pharmaceutical drugs add to acidity and toxicity. They add to disease. They don't help it. They just cover symptoms. So long story short, my mother's 83. She was quite toxic and we had incredible results in, you know, a month, literally in, in three weeks, it was like over, it was almost overnight that she reversed it. So like with your friend, it's possible if you have the knowledge to do this. Yeah. So, you know, basically um, the, uh, sorry about that. The, um, hold on a second. So the, um, just got to do one thing. No, it is it is wonderful when you, first it is really good if someone has help who knows because that's yeah. one thing that's and and stories like your mother's this these are the stories that need to be heard. Yeah, okay. and yeah. I've I've seen some documents before. Oh yeah, they, they were um, they, they they go to you know, practitioner, and they were able to help. But then when they're at home, they do need some help who knows what they're doing. And that makes, that's where if they don't have a family member, then because if, if I'm just imagining that if the person who is sick is doesn't have as much energy to do stuff the right way, then they yes. need to hire someone or find, find a friend who will be able to help you. Yeah. It's hard because, uh, yeah, I mean, I, my mom had the benefit of me living in her house and, and being her, her, you know, her living. Um, mm. It's also, no matter what age you're at, um, we're slightly indoctrinated to, we don't even have to use that word, we're conditioned to, you get cancer, you take chemo. Like, we're, it's almost like a rhyme. You get cancer, take chemo, right? And you surrender to the white coat. So... It's even if even what I say is, look, the, this is how the doctors work. You know, OK, let's respect them. What I'm trying to tell people with cancer is 
you can go on chemo in 60 days, okay? Do try my protocol for 30 days. I guarantee if you do 30 days of cleansing, you won't even have cancer in 30 days. I mean, you'll, you won't be cancer-free, but you will be cancer-free in three months if you do, if you do my protocol in three months. Um, now, if you're 600 pounds and you've been eating Twinkies and pizza for 40 years, that, that may be slightly different. I'm talking about someone who you know, has a job, commutes, might be 20, 30 pounds overweight, um, doesn't know anything about food combining, is very far gone. They can have incredible results. So I always say, like I said, don't start the chemo um, 30 days on this protocol and go back to the doctor and have a test. And if you see an improvement, don't do chemo. Continue. And if nothing's changed, start the chemo. You know, you've had this cancer for years, probably, maybe three, maybe four. You've been living with it. You're not going to die if you don't start the chemo overnight, right? There's no rush to go into chemo. Chemo is, okay, I'm going to say it again. Chemo is derived from World War I mustard gas, the most toxic neurotoxin ever to hit mankind, okay? That in World War I was all about trench warfare with gases and killing people slowly and very, very... So the stuff that chemo is put into you is derived from World War I mustard gas, okay? Now, if you're sick, would you put poison in your veins? Does it make sense? That's what you're doing with chemo. So wait 30 days, you know? Go on the protocol, do the cleansing, stop eating, um, do the juicing, all greens, not much fruit, cancer feeds on sugar, cancer feeds on acidity, sugar's acidity, you know, alcohol's acidity, and meats acidity, you know, all the fun things, chocolate, you, you know, artificial things, chemicals are all acidity. They get caught in your blood and they have to be removed. So, you know, and I guarantee you, like what, what happened with my mom, I controlled what she ate and she, she, that, you know, her condition didn't have a chance of, of getting worse, but I think my mother would be dead if I didn't, um, because I think she'd be on like five different drugs now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The distinction, you know, so. My mom's yeah. on my mom's 80, uh, 88 and she's on zero medications, zero. So wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's what I notice also with the um, people who has dementia, either they all their lives, they've been uh, having one medication after the other. Okay. Mm. And not, we're not yeah. even talking then, of course, the, the food, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. And going back to, um, instead of blaming the bacteria and the virus, because for me, they are just part of creation, whether mm. we can go to, we can say it's man-made or ma not man-made, but they're just, just, just part of all beings. I say, yeah. so I still respect that. <laughs> I, say respect. I mean, do you know how many viruses? We have billions of viruses in our body right now. There's billions of viruses in the air we're breathing in. They're, viruses are everywhere and so is bacteria we're born with bacteria we're born germs that germs do not cause disease that's the louis pasteur germ theory and that is a total setup so that the pharmaceutical industry can milk everybody because they have everyone think they're getting sick because they caught something like you know you another thing is the cure you don't cure cancer you reverse it so they have everyone giving billions of dollars to cancer research and it's a scam I mean, I'm sorry, but don't give your money to cancer research because there's a thousand ways to reverse cancer very, very quickly. So the whole cure thing is like, we need money to find the cure. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a deception and that's a misrepresentation and it's deliberate. It's to get you to fund billions and billions of dollars 
for people walking in circles looking for a cure that doesn't exist because you can't cure just you can't cure cancer you have to reverse it right because cure cancer is not something it's not a germ there's no cancer germ that you caught like you know we were at a camp we went camping and i caught cancer and i'm the unlucky one and you didn't you know and i'm you know i got this cancer and I, i'm looking for a cure that's not how can that's not how it works you know cancer is brought on by a lifestyle of and your body gets to a certain point of having no immunity. And then cancer is a disease that, that, you know, is a result of your, of your lifestyle. So it, the way to reverse it is to reverse your lifestyle. So, you know, what I was saying is the, the cure thing is the, the whole cure word is, is just oh, it's so awful, you know, the way they use it to mislead the public and to get people to research cancer and to spend billions of dollars or to donate billions. So that's, you know, like I said, you don't cure cancer, you reverse it. And it, cancer is not something you catch. It's not a germ. And, and um, that's it. And then, um, so how about we, again, connect what we've been talking about to what's happening now, you know, because mm -hmm. everyone seems to be either, uh, they get scared for themselves. So then they become aggressive, aggressive for people, especially when, the people don't do what the mainstream media says. I'm yeah. not even talking about the good science. It's the mainstream media telling you know people yeah. what to do. So yeah. then, then we can add to the conversation of now pushing about the vaccine. You know, my son was never vaccinated. He's 30 years old now. So I was one of those. <laughs> yep, thumbs up. Was one of those who did my research. I did my own form. When I put him in school that I said, you know, he's not vaccinated. And if there's something that's going on, let me know. That's and amazing. The reason why. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, the problem, what's going on now is misinformation. There's a, there's a, there's a disinformation campaign at 24 hours, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week by the media to mislead the public. I mean, wear masks. And if you don't, you're, you know, you're going to kill your grandmother. It's all total. It's total terror. It's a, these are terror tactics. I mean, this is oppression. This is very disturbing stuff. I mean, so, you know, we were talking about viruses and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm, I'm convinced that, you know, SARS-CoV-2, the virus um, does not cause COVID-19. Uh, I'm convinced it's the toxicity of something, there could be poison in the air, it could be Wi-Fi. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced people are already at a certain toxic level and there's something that triggers the uh, cytokine storm. So viruses, what people don't really understand. Um, and my understanding is viruses are um, something that don't pass disease. You know, viruses do not cause disease. We create viruses within our own body as a way to excrete poisons. So if poison level from, let's just say you're around, you know, DDT, which they sprayed in the 1940s and 50s. And that's what I'm convinced caused polio, not the polio virus, just like HIV, the HIV virus does not cause AIDS, but that's what everyone is saying, but that's not true. So, and just like SARS-CoV-2 virus does not cause COVID-19. Um, so uh, let's say Roundup, you know, glyphosate, and let's say you're getting flu shots every year. Let's just say, I don't know, and you're in a Wi-Fi city, and there, you know, you're near a you're near a um, a ethanol manufacture plant that's 
Yeah, you know, like in New York City, there's a there's a massive ethanol production um, uh, for ethanol, and the the ethanol is made from stuff that's grown with GMO, and there's glyphosate in the GMO. So when they process these crops, not only are they destroying the Amazon forest, the whole thing's insanity, but when they process the corn to make ethanol, that's GMO corn, it gets in the air, and people are now breathing in glyphosate. Now it's in your blood. Now you have less immunity right now you're a toxic powder keg ready to have a cytokine storm to be symptomatic and something can trigger it. So, you know, masks in my eyes make everything worse that, you know, they're actually making, they're making people become symptomatic. Uh, they reduce your oxygen, which reduces your immunity. You're breathing in CO2, you're breathing in bacteria, which goes right into your lungs. It's insanity, but this is what they want. I mean, they want as many people dead and sick as possible, right? Cause they want the numbers as high as possible. So, and then regarding vaccines, I mean, forget it. There's nothing to vaccinate against. And I mean, the, the vaccine is the end game. I mean, this is something I believe they, that this is the reason, the whole reason for this whole COVID-19 is to get the vaccine because it's a biometric tra tracking thing and it has toxins and it has nanotech and it has stuff that goes way beyond the brain barrier with aluminum and mercury. It's gonna make people sick, not everyone, everyone has different immunity, but if you're already very toxic and you take this vaccine, you could be, I mean, you could be brain damaged. Uh, and you know, the swine flu, there's, there's many people got brain damage from the swine flu vaccine. Um, so, and people are dying already from the testing of this COVID-19 vaccine. They, I mean, first of all, in my eyes, there's no pandemic. There's no, there's no nothing to vaccinate against. So why would you, we don't even need a vaccine. I mean, you, all you need to beat COVID-19 is your immune system. So, I mean, hydroxychloroquine has a pH of, I think, nine or 10. That's why it's so effective. People don't understand this. That's why it kills the disease immediately. So it's, I, I believe we're not, I believe there's not, I, don't, I believe whatever's being transmitted, it's not being transmitted by a virus that we're catching from person to person, right? So because I believe viruses, I don't know this fully. It's, it's, it, there's a part of it in me that doesn't un fully understand this but that the virus again is not causing the disease. So, um, you know, to me, the whole thing is upside down, it's inverted and that's how everything is. You know, we're locking down when there's no deaths or, and you know, and the cases are, the test doesn't even work. So it, everything is, you can just see the agenda, nothing makes sense and that's deliberate. So, you know, let's start using umbrellas when, the, when it's not raining. I mean, that's what people will do. And uh, talking about, you know, that some of us, like we could seem, we seem to see things clearly when I say clearly on my eyes, your eyes, that things are getting um, manipulated or just planned, pre-planned because we've been in this journey for a long time. So we understood already how the system works financially, economically, and, you know, control. But like, so it was easy for me to see that all I have to do is connect the dots. Then I went further by understanding how come some get fearful or right away or they, they can never seem to understand it. Then I remember that it's organs in our body also, uh, our body just stores our emotions as well because emotion mm. is a magnetic field our, our whole body so if yeah. if the gallbladder and the liver and the colon have are, are 
compromise already, that's when there, that's also in ancient Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine that, you know, when, when your God, it's, it's not even a question which one came first, okay? Yeah. Is it the emotion first, the negative emotion that make the liver sick or is it because it's already sick? So of I course. was, so I was, I have a theory that since United States seem, we were surprised the whole world that we polarized ourselves. So maybe, wow, maybe it's really because of what we've been eating and ingesting that now we can even, we, we don't even know how, where to go or how to decide. Says, wow, we need, a, we need a real detox cleansing. <laughs> because- <laughs> yeah, you know, you hit it on the head. Like I, I didn't make that distinction that people are, you know, they're so in fear that they're actually reducing their immunity and they're actually making themselves more open to getting COVID-19. And, you know, it's not like they caught a virus. It's like they're causing it because of their fear and lack of immunity, the depression of the immune system. So that's sort of what we were talking about. And yeah, I mean, I mean, if the whole world, I mean, the problem is we need to get rid of the Luciferian Satanists. I mean, that's the, they, they're, there's no end to their um, inversion and they, they, there's nothing they won't do to, you know, deceive people. So I think, people don't know they're being deceived. I think that's probably the biggest problem is they listen to the news and they don't realize they're watching a movie and it's not a real movie. It's not true. Because again, I say, because they're not eating properly. They're not, they didn't have a, <laughs> or they're, they're, they have junk already. So they're, well, I mean, well, they forget about it. I mean, you know, when you're, when you're get chemo, what do you think you, what do you think, you know, you're sitting in a chair at the hospital getting chemo what are, what, are, what are you going to eat? You're going to eat a bag of chips, that's GMO, and you're going to have a Coke. Those two things cause cancer. They feed the cancer, you know? I mean, there's no, you know, doctors will never tell you to change your diet when you get cancer. I mean, right there, okay, let's focus on this. This is the biggest red flag. Cancer patients, if they actually ask their doctor, do I need to change my diet? As if the doctor knows, and as if he has all the answers, he's on this pedestal. <laughs> Uh, no, you, you can keep eating whatever you want. Right there, red flag. You know, the doctor, if you're in the hands of a doctor, you are going and you start chemo. I hate to say it, but I mean, your, your odds of dying go up 95% in my eyes. I mean, you don't, the doctor's telling you, you don't need to change your diet. Okay. That's, that's the same thing as when people do uh, dialysis and they can eat anything they want while during the, the dialysis. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could also speak about holistic doctors that are shut down, destroyed, blacklisted. Um, I mean, Americans don't even know that. If you have cancer, you have to go on chemo and radiation. I mean, you don't have to. You can refuse it. That's for sure. But if you want to find intravenous vitamin C, like megadose intravenous vitamin C, which will probably reverse your cancer in three weeks, uh, that's getting like a thousand, a hundred thousand grams, a hundred thousand grams liquid form in your vein of vitamin C twice a day for three weeks. I guarantee you, no, I don't care who you are. You will not have cancer. Okay. But you can't get intravenous vitamin C. Okay. Because this is all controlled and it works and they don't want you to succeed, you know? So they want you on chemo and then they want to give you a drug for your immune system. That's another $500,000. And so, you know, 
uh, like I was going to say, we could talk about Dr. Stanislaw Brzezinski, Renee Case, um, Harry Hoxie, uh, uh, you know, all these doctors who have been reversing cancer, who are being attacked by the FDA, who are reversing brain tumors, you know, inoperable brain tumors in children, you know, and why are they so, it's just like with COVID, why are they so eager to have so many COVID deaths? Like, why are they so eager to have so many tests and so many new cases, right? There's an agenda. Like, why are they so eager to put Stanislaw Brzezinski out, who's saving the lives of children who have been written off with inoperable brain tumors? He's doing exactly what I've been saying and you've been saying, cleansing. He's using anti-neoplastins that are alkaline that get in the blood and they kill the cancer. He's doing it from a very medical scientific standpoint. But you cannot see Dr. Stanislaw Brzezinski. You have to have chemo and radiation first before you see him. And you can really only see him if you live in Texas. So um, at any rate, and the, the American government has spent $700 million trying to put him out of business since 1969. It's a grotesque story. So um, yeah, just like what happened with Dr. Reif, right? And yeah, but the, in the interesting thing is some of them may have passed on already, but uh, there's slowly but surely these things are coming out for there will yeah. still be people who are brave enough to continue. And then now it gets evolved to other technology and combination of Rife's technology, Tesla technology, and that's happening. Now, these are the information again, that people needs to know. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah and, and then when I know people will always say, is it covered by insurance company? So do you know what I usually answer them for that, even for my services? I said, sorry, but if you notice all the good things, all the effective things that will happen <laughs> to you are not covered. Yeah. So that's yeah. just the bottom. Only, yeah, only the things that will kill you are covered, you know? <laughs> um, so, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, we could do a whole show on Rife. I'm really into Royal Rife. I have, um, I have like six of his generators. I found a company that's amazing with, for Rife. It's the cheapest Rife generator. It's just amazing. But I mean, Rife's really for healing. It's not something I use them all the time because this system's so crazy. You know, it's like you can, you can send frequencies via quantum entanglement. You don't have to be attached to the machine. You just have to put a piece of DNA in the little unit. And then you could, you know, you could put happy frequencies and they have all sorts of frequencies. You could beat cancer. You can beat depression. So um, the company that I, I have no affiliation with is, is called Spooky. Oh, no, the spooky. It, it's uh, spooky, the spooky Two, yeah. Spooky mm -hmm. Two, yeah. Yeah. Spooky2.com. Because um, they use quantum entanglement, and Einstein discovered quantum entanglement, and he said it was very spooky. Einstein yeah. said quantum entanglement spooky. So they named this company Spooky, that is a rife, it makes rife machines that are very affordable. And, um, it's called yeah. Spooky2, spooky2.com if you want to check it out. Okay. Uh, I have friends who have that, you know. Um, yeah. So, I'm, yeah, it's, uh, you know, so is there anything, what else would you like to talk about? Well, again, um, perhaps what we can talk about is, uh, you know, when, let's see, for the dementia, okay, Mm -hmm. um, for the dementia, you know, how I usually just deal, manage it is I manage it as the symptom is presented to me because then okay. now I look at, I look at the, um, the current level of their 
of their uh, immunity or their uh, ability to the for the elder to be able to go through the healing process because sometimes when and also with with the caregivers so you know the caregivers there's not a lot of caregivers who are really into what we're saying already and that's mm -hmm. why it takes them a while to catch up and understand that there's still some things that can be done so what would be our best advice for them for now? Let, let's do, do it in two parts. The first part is for the caregivers themselves. Because as, as I was telling you about this daughter, she's a caregiver for her mother. Yeah. So I even said, listen, you, we want mm. you, I want you to be healthy, okay? Because you have to take care of your mom. So then yeah. the, other, the other part would be what could be maybe uh, for the for the dementia caregiver oh no the dementia clients or patients themselves let's just yeah. take one symptom because the common symptom which you said already also is their under hydration yeah that's a huge thing i mean the first thing i would say is look uh, if you do these simple things i mean it's hard when people are old so i know exactly what to do for my mom's dementia but she won't drink you know so um, but the, the core thing for dementia is, well, first of all, people who are not hydrated can have dementia-like symptoms just because of a lack of hydration. So they're not drinking enough water. That can cause. So, and the problem with old people is the more water they drink, they have to pee and getting to the bathroom is not easy. And some of them wear diapers, you know, so it's like asking, you know, asking an 85-year-old woman to drink, you know, three liters of water a day. It's like, I mean, forget about it. You know, I mean, but the, if you want to reverse dementia, here's here's the short list. You know, water, MCT oil, coconut oil, a lot. Like, I mean, if you could get seven tablespoons a day, that would be awesome. That will really start to break it up. Um, NAC, glutathione. Um, it's a thing called NeuroSilk 7, NeuroSilk 7, uh, chromium picinolate, and... Um, there's a few others. I mean, turmeric and fish oil are very good, right? So you need, you need your MCTs. You can get those through, um, you know, fish oil and coconut oil. But again, it's hard to get these things into someone who's 85. So I, it's, a, it's a frustrating thing. Like I know I could help my mother's, um, she's not really dementia. She just doesn't drink enough water and she's incoherent. So, but she's not going to drink water and she doesn't want to pee because like I said, just peeing at her age is a huge ordeal. So you're, it's like a catch 22, but those things. So again, um, you know, water hydration's key, uh, again, chromium picinolate, neurosilk seven, NAC, glutathione, turmeric, um, coconut oil is like the most important and cleansing. If you did some of the cleansing stuff that I do with greens and you just change the diet, no, no artificial sweeteners, get it out of the house you know, no processed food, no, you know, carbohydrates, no, uh, you know, bread, no. If you're going to, if you have to have bread, have sprouted bread, right? Um, and all these processed foods are, there's zero nutrition and they cause acidity and toxicity. And that's really uh, the part of the clogging. The big thing with dementia is, is it said that it's over calcium. So, you know, milk's one of the worst things for you and um, yeah, cow's milk. So 
you know, actually causes osteoporosis. So women should not, they should stay far away from milk. Um, but I, I think part of, uh, but we were talking about how to reverse it. So, you know, you, if, if they're drinking a lot of milk, which I doubt, you know, don't let them have milk, at, you know, the, any calcium products is not, you know, that, that's part of cleansing as well. No calcium products, no, you know, no, you just stay away from dairy, processed foods and sugar and alcohol and meat. You know, you can have meat, but have grass fed meat, not GMO fed animals, right? So, you know, it's not that difficult. It really isn't. It's pretty much the same for everything. It, it comes down to detoxing the body and, and restoring immunity. That's, you, you know how you beat disease? With yeah, your immune okay. system. You know how you get your immune system through to- through detoxing and cleaning your blood, and getting your blood pH to seven point four, and getting your interstitium, which is. So here's another thing: our scientifically, we're about what seventy percent water. Some say eighty percent water. Like our bodies are comprised of. 90. So let's just say seventy-five percent water. So of that seventy-five percent, you know, six percent is blood. That's not so. That's not that much. Like you think, like the water. The fluids in us is the blood. No, I mean, yes, yeah, 6%. So what is the other, you know, what's the other 69%? Well, it's each cell has water and your body's a bunch of cells. So it's really your whole terrain of the, it's called your interstitium. Your interstitial tissue is, is it gets toxic like your blood and it breeds disease and it, it, and it feeds on sugar and sugar gets in your blood and it gets in the fluids. And now you have disease that, that can spread everywhere. So if you cleanse everything, and cleanse the water, you know, through high hydration, um, you know, and you restore immunity, then your disease, disease doesn't have a chance. It really yeah. doesn't, but you have to stop eating solid food. So. Yeah. That, um, the recent studies is that we're really even 90, nine, more than 90% water. Yeah. So that's really I'm, fascinating for me <laughs> that yeah. then, but what the under the, the main thing to remember, I guess, for our listeners is that no matter how old you are or how old our parents are, our loved ones, our spouses, there's still something that we can do. We either, yeah. you, I say, you hit it in all angles or you start with one good thing and, you know, yeah. one hydration and introduce. Well, my, oh, here's another thing. My mom my mom recently has, uh, she was diagnosed with um, stage four breast cancer. Okay, she's 88. I'm not there, but I immediately got on the phone with my sister. We ordered the supplements, we changed the diet. My mom's doing almost fine. She's 88, right? She's not, like we don't know where the cancer is, but she doesn't have the pain, her cancer, um, it it didn't spread. And it's all because of we just changed her diet. Right. She's with no chemo. We don't allow any drugs for my mother. No pharmaceuticals. Zero. Not as soon as you take pharmaceuticals, it's that's acid. Cancer feeds on acid. So people have to understand it's poison. Poison's toxic. Poison's acidity. Sugar's acidity. The cancer feeds on this. It reduces immunity. You need your immunity to beat these diseases. And you cannot have it if you're if you're eating all the time and you're adding more toxicity and poison to your system through, through pharmaceutical drugs, you're gonna make the situation worse. You're going to feed the disease. So Steve, this one is going back to your heritage as an Italian. Yeah. Uh, so how did you manage to um, update, improve, you know, your Italian dishes? Oh, <laughs> well, my mom's <laughs> Sicilian, so 
Um, I learned how to make a red sauce very early because like part I said, I'm five, the youngest of five kids. Right. So, you know, my mom works. We didn't have money as a kid. So you can imagine I'm the youngest of five. My, I'm like, I got to teach myself how to cook. My mom's working. Right. So, you know, here I am making her red sauce when I'm 13 years old. And and that walked that got into her meatballs and her lasagna. But I don't really eat like this anymore because I'm now I fast all the time because I'm four, I'm 56. So I have to really watch what I eat. Um, but you know what I got into living in Asia is, you know, spicy food and, and curries. I make a crazy good curry. Um, so, you know, and cooking with noodles and, you know, but noodles aren't that good for you. So here's the thing. If you do the wheatgrass powder every morning and the way I take it is it's like a Coke can size Tupperware container. It's like almost like a Coke can, maybe a little taller. It's 500 grams of fluid. I fill it halfway with water. I put... I, I do 10 teaspoons of wheatgrass powder. So I get, I buy it by the pound. I, I have a good source. And so uh, someone would start with three heaping teaspoons. Okay, that would be a lot. And they put it in the water and they activate it, the powder. This is wheatgrass powder. It's not, and you can travel with it. That's a good thing about wheatgrass powder. So you activate it in the water and then you can drink it. I add a little smooth orange juice because it's, it's not that pleasant. Some people drink it. And that's it. You just drink it and you rinse it and you let it go. And, you know, um, doing this has afforded me the balance of if I want to have a hamburger, I'm not, I don't, I don't really think about it. I eat sort of what I want, but I'm also, like I said at the beginning, I'm very conscious of what I'm putting in my body. And is this worth eating? Like, is this going to give me nutrition or is it going to clog me and make me tired? So I think about that even now, all, all these years later. So, but the wheatgrass powder is a good balance. Everything's about balance in life. So it gives you the opportunity to zig and zag, meaning, hey, I, you know, I'm doing my wheatgrass every day. I can, I can have, you know, four slices of pizza if I feel like binging, right? But it's very rare because I, I the cheese in me almost just feels, it almost feels like I'm dying when I eat that. So, <laughs> but I do, I do, my point is I do go back and forth. I'm not always eating everything healthy. And that's what it's about. You, you know, I, I tell you, you're crazy if you're eating broccoli three times a day. I mean, that's that's just ridiculous, you know. So, that that's the beauty of the wheatgrass. So, if you if for people who commute and they have to be at work at you know say eight o'clock every day, my recommendation is just set yourself up with the container and the wheatgrass powder, and get in the routine and do it before you leave the house. And if you do this once a day and you stick to it, almost everyone I've told to do this are still doing it years later, and they're like, my hair is thicker. Like I'm 56, I don't have many gray hairs, right? I don't dye my hair. And it, so here's another thing, alkalinity, it, it slows your aging, right? You know, and it gives you more energy and acidity, which is the opposite of alkalinity is like, you know, most people's lifestyles are very acidic. It sort of robs you of energy and it makes you age much faster. So if you don't have any balance and you're very acidic, you know, you're, you're, you're on a fast train to, getting sick slowly at an older age to the point where, you know, you, you've gone past the point where now you're in a bit trouble and you really got to, if you don't cleanse and turn it around, you know, you, that's really what you're going to need at that point. So having the balance of the wheatgrass is a good way to, you know, get into health and start to sort of um, smooth it out. Thank you, Steve. And this is really powerful when, when one go takes this journey, it, it just forever will benefit you 
Um, yes. You and I are both um, testimonial for our own self, for our own healthy aging. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you? I am going to be 65. Whoa! <laughs> you look, wait a second. I mean, you make me look old. Holy shit. Yeah, and um, then I have, I have now a grandson, six, and granddaughter, four. And when they, yeah. when they are with me, people think they are my children. That's crazy. <laughs> so then, it's all, that's, you look amazing. That's, so like, that's it. You know, this whole alkaline thing is about, you know, it's slow. It's not, well, here's another thing. The last thing I'll say is that, um, if you take living cells, like if you took your own body cells and you put them into a Petri dish that has an acidic solution, you know, acidic, like we were talking about poisonous, you know, sugar, you know, beer, alcohol, meat, chocolate. And so if you put like living cells in the Petri dish of the acidic solution, the cells die almost immediately, okay? They can't live. We're not talking disease. Disease can live forever in that. But you're taking healthy cells. Now we take healthy cells and we put them in an alkaline solution. And if we give them food, we give them a, a source of nutrients and a source of, um, of uh, hydration, they can live indefinitely. Okay. So the only problem we're going to have is, do we have enough money to, to uh, you know, if we live to 110? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to do another show on that. Yeah, yeah, well, another yeah. financial health recovery or reversal or preparation yeah. in yep. for these crypt cryptocurrencies. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. I think we we covered some good stuff today. Right. Thank you so much. And um, yep, we can do another one in the future, and you know, sure. and we can yeah. collaborate. You know, sometimes maybe we could do like a power of. Uh, webinar or and offer our the services that we can do for others so thank you Definitely. so much and tell them please where can they find you you know whatever whatever how they will find you other okay. than through me <laughs> i'm uh, look i do have a web I, i'm a work in progress i have a podcast called from wall street to awakening which is on spotify and apple um i i'm sort of easy into social media so in terms of like i i have my own personal facebook page which you could uh join but i don't really post health stuff on there more more um you know sort of uh, awakening stuff is on there but in terms of i do have a um youtube channel from wall street to awakening and um you know that's pretty much it i have an email if you really want to talk um, you could send an email to uh, sfierro at hotmail.com. So, you know, that's S is Steve and then Fierro, my last name at hotmail.com. I've gotten a few of those and I've sent, I have a bunch of emails on health and stuff and information on reversing cancer and, uh, and all that. I'll, I'll, if I do see it, it may go into my junk. I may not see it, but if I do see it, I will reply and send you stuff I know. And I'll even do a Zoom call with you if you want to talk. So, okay. Thank you so much. And um, I'd like to end with a quantum affirmation and the quantum affirmation also um, it, that is part of what it's again, mind, but we mostly talked about um, physical, chemical, 
and nutrients, but we beyond that, we did talk about the emotions, but again, it's the power of words, the power of our beliefs. So every day I like to, I have cards and one of the cards I say with intention, what would I share today with the listeners and with Steve? So what I got is loving gratitude. And then I say these words aloud three times in the morning, three times in the at noon and in the evening. And so far it has helped me other than my meditation and my other physical exercises. So I say, I always say, thank you, no matter what life hands me. I always express my gratitude for the gifts I am given, whether large or small. I attract the wisdom and experience I need to move forward in my understanding of all life's events. I always say thank you no matter what life hands me. I always express my gratitude for the gifts I am given. Whether large or small, I attract the wisdom and experience. I need to move forward in my understanding of all life's events. I always say thank you no matter what life hands me. I always express my gratitude for the gifts I am given. Whether large or small, I attract the wisdom and experience. I need to move forward in my understanding of all life's events. Wow, that is well said. That's very powerful. That, yeah. If you can live with gratitude and appreciation, that's it. And, and, and Steve, one of my... Um, uh, mentors and he's also my alter ego i dr robert marshall he's passed away already but yeah he he always says even if in times of most difficulty or you you so you or even personal like oh you don't like the person or the person hurts you or something whatever whatever always say thank you <laughs> always say thank you at the end because you never yeah. you, you never know where it leads you and um, I, I love this one that the end sentence says, I need to move forward to, un, to my understanding of a life's events. And this, where <laughs> we are right now, is a perfect time to I understand. Mean, so, you know, I think that's perfect. I mean, move forward, live with gratitude as crazy and unfair as things are right now. And I do get triggered and I do get angry and there, I do get... I do have thoughts of strangling the Rothschilds and stuff yeah. like that. Rockefellers. Um, yeah, you know, sort of like, you know, draw and quartering David Rockefeller in the public and stuff like that. So uh, I, I know that's not good. I know that's not good. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sort of, I'm teasing with you, but I mean, that's really good. You know, I have um, on my wall here, I have abundance, I have love, I have gratitude. Uh, and I think we're all a work in progress. I think taming the ego is uh, one of the most, you know, challenging things to do. So, um, you know, mine's Italian, you can imagine. So, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so, but we'll have to uh, talk, we'll have to talk curries and stuff. Yeah. Cause I know in the Philippines, you guys use like, I'm not into peanut butter in my curry, but I, I can imagine why it's good, but we'll have to get into cooking and stuff. And I'll, I'll tell you some of my Asian secrets. Okay. Yeah. So th thank you. And thank you, dear listeners. Uh, check out the uh, quantum nurse that life. And because there, you, I give you three free videos there for those who opt in and be be updated with what I'm doing. 
And those videos are very helpful because those are like digital videos that can empower you and inspire you. And I think, Steve, I have a, an idea when you were, we were talking towards the end. I'm going to invite you to write a blog for me there. And I'll <laughs> wow. put it up and okay. then you put your information. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There. But anyway, we'll, I'll, I'll talk to you more. But that's how yeah. I... And That's I have to awesome. follow. I have to follow my intuition and my my message given to You're me right away. You're a special away. woman. I I also wanted to talk to you about the silver because I make colloidal silver water, nano nano colloidal silver okay. water with my Rife yeah. system. So we we'll get the, into that. Okay, we use yeah, the, the Rife okay. machine. The Rife machine I have makes really good colloidal silver water, and one of your products has okay. colloidal silver or something. Um, so and it's a very powerful healer. So yeah, thanks for having me. It was really I really, really enjoyed it. I, I have no idea. Sometimes I just know what I just said. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll talk again. Okay. Thank you. All right.